0: I want out. Out? There is no out. There's only in. Don't you remember? You've always been here. You've never been anywhere but here. I am Commander Lee. I do what I do for the sheer pleasure of the experience, and well, I've never hunted a virus before. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the hunt. Welcome back, hunters. It's your friend me, Lee here. And I mean, I can't even explain to you how amazing it is to talk to you again. I mean, honestly, you know, I usually start the show by saying that I missed you and I hope you had great adventures. But I mean, like... I don't even know if you guys are in good health or if you're happy or, you know, if you're still trapped in the red room that is COVID, um, maybe because you have preexisting conditions, but just let me tell you from the deepest part of my heart, from your commander, from your frenemy, Lee, that I am so glad to see you just wholeheartedly. I hope you're happy and healthy. I hope your family is healthy. I hope that you came through 2020 with, you know, as much of yourself as you could possibly get away with. I mean, I'm going to tell you, uh, 2020 wasn't as hard for me, I know, as it is or was for so many people, but, you know, I'm here. We're back at it. We are out, you know, we, we're stringing our bows, we're sharpening our axes and our swords. We're getting our fingers nimble for our Uh, keyboards and our controllers. And we're about to get back at it, right? We're all ready to get back out there. Because you know what, we need to stop looking back in the past. It you know, the new year, you know, the the freshness of it, January is gone. And we're not going to be looking back anymore. We're not looking back. We are looking to the new year, we're looking to what can be not what was. And so I say that, right. So this whole episode is just geared entirely towards 2021. A rose by any other name is just as sick. You know, usually I start off the season by doing uh, the road so far. But to be honest, like if you go and look on any of the places where you listen to your podcast, so Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff, you'll notice that like I started season five, and then it like stopped after episode three. And that's kind of when COVID first kicked off. And so I kind of stopped because I was... You know, I live in a house with my grandmother and, you know, obviously older people were, they immediately were like, older people are super susceptible to COVID and so um, they need to be protected. So, uh, you know, I was still going to work at the time, but I had to still make sure that my grandmother had what she needed and it was it was just a lot. There was a lot going on. So I kind of stopped doing the podcast. I took like a hiatus for the entire year. It ended up being, you know, I really was in a swing of like doing episodes and talking to people, talking to you guys. 2020 threw everyone for a a loop. So, you know, let's just, let's look to the happy things of 2020, right? Um, (laughs) uh, First and foremost, after like what we went into lockdown and i live in massachusetts right so we went to lockdown kind of like march 16th or 17th or so and i was lucky because you know there were things that i got to do right before covid had really like kicked in and one of like the good things was at first you know like i didn't like lose my job or get laid off or anything like that i still have my job i still have my job now um but I work in a a service industry that's slightly less toxic than, you know, working as a bartender or a server. And so because I couldn't work directly with people anymore, my kind of daily duties kind of took a dive, right? Like I was used to seeing people every day and I was used to seeing them to the extent that it was a detriment to me doing other work that I was supposed to do. Um, but it's kind of like a catch 22, right? Because the work that I was supposed to be doing or, you know, mostly paperwork was really geared towards what the people who needed my time, you know, they wanted to talk to me about, you know, the look of their show or they wanted to talk to me about getting new show dates like that stuff. The, the paperwork was all predicated on them using the services that my job offered. And now they, you know, they they weren't going to be able to use it because they can't come in because we don't want too many points of contact and for anyone to catch it because they were in the same space as someone who was infected with COVID. Um, And so, man, 2021 was just, it was rough for me work-wise because I I am a very hard worker and I, you know, I always like to feel like I'm being useful and doing paperwork, I feel like, like, that doesn't make me feel useful. If I can see it and touch it and look at it, then, like, it's useful, you know, and paperwork to me is just, it's kind of background noise, you know, um, it's like, you know, you create a whole cosplay or you play through a whole video game and it's that one hidden trophy you can't get before platinum. And my thing is is like, I got all the other trophies. I just didn't get this one. I can be happy with that. But COVID really stopped me from getting that platinum trophy. That is my job. And it made me so upset. Um, but happy things in 2020. Um, I think what COVID and quarantine has really taught me is like, how to be, mm, I, I'm not going to to you guys, I'm not the kind of person to be satisfied. Like, I'm never satisfied. I'm never happy. There's always a way to do better. But I did really enjoy being like, well, you know what, I don't even care. Like, in 2021, I want to go here, I want to go there. Um, you know, making plans made me so happy. You know, um, I also do the cosplay, but you know, sewing in general is something I really find enjoying. So I've been trying to do that more. Um, I don't like kind of not having responsibilities. So having downtime is really bad for me because getting used to not doing anything or not being responsible for anything is not a good look for me. Um But let me know, like, you know, we're going to just play, I'm going to be, you know, the devil's advocate and the angel on your shoulder at the same time. So let me know, you know, what made you happy in 2020, you know, during quarantine, what really kept you from sinking down into a funk or into, you know, kind of being down. And I'm going to tell you like I am my personality type is an INTJ. And if you don't know what that is, um look it up. It's a personality um quiz that you can take and it tells you like you know how you relate to other people in the world and work and all those things. And mine really just says INTJs are really kind of just we're creative people, but we are very introverted. And so for the most part, I like to be around people when I like to be around them. But on a whole, like 2020 taught me that I I really do enjoy being with people. I enjoy interacting with them, and whether that's on terms that I personally enjoy or it's just you know I go out to a situation where. I'm not, um, you know, wholly comfortable, but I know at this point that I do enjoy being around people and I, I, you know, that, that helped me learn something new about myself. So if you learn something new about yourself through COVID, through quarantine, let me know. You can always reach me by email at xbhunterlee at gmail.com. You can send me a message on Instagram, uh, just search xb underscore hunter underscore Lee um, or, you know, any other number of means of ways, I'm sure you can find it. Uh, I also have a Facebook page. You can find it, find me there too. But, um, I realized I really liked talking to people and we all know that zoom was like a whole big thing this year. Uh, even though we already had Skype and we had Google Hangouts, which became meet and all that stuff. And, for me, like I, I did realize that, you know, I did a couple cooking shows with uh, uh some producers from my job. And I'm sure if you're in the the Insta sphere, you know, Fahrenheit uh, TV or Farrah June. She does amazing art and she's very much about uh empowering you to know about your body, your health, all those things. And she's also been on the show. She was on season one, I think episode five. We talked about mental health. In creative mediums, specifically comics. So you can go and check that out if you'd like to. But uh, we did some cooking shows together. And, you know, we had like challenges. We did desserts. We did Cinco de Mayo. We did all sorts of fun stuff that we wouldn't have normally done because, you know, we could just go out and have Mexican food. Why would we cook food at home? But because of quarantine, we didn't have the option to go out and talk at a restaurant, right? Like we weren't allowed to. They were shut down. It's too dangerous. I wasn't going to risk my health and they weren't going to risk their health. And so we were like, "Nah, we'll just we'll just stay apart. We'll we'll cook at home and, you know, we'll judge it on looks. And mind you, like, obviously, it just so happened that each one of us one, one, one episode. It was, it was a semi competition, you know, like what's fun. What's the fun in life if there's no competition, you got to bring home the biggest fish. Um, but I definitely won. I won for the ramen competition. You know, I threw some bacon in there, had a little bit of egg, you know, had that bok choy, you know, I know what I'm doing here. So, um, you can find that on, uh, the internet. I'll post it on my YouTube channel, but yeah, you, you can't go wrong with connecting with people even if you're an introvert and that's coming from an introvert your commander Lee uh you know sad things about 2020 the I mean you know I I I won't even give it credence by talking about it but you know we the whole thing with the president and the Capitol and the treason it is just it's just too much and I'll just kind of earmark it by saying that the selfishness that some people can exemplify is just kind of it. It just I mean me personally I am a realist I don't think that people are evil I don't think they're bad I think that I think that people are selfish and to an extent that's what's kept our species going but I also think that in situations of complacency which I think a lot of Americans are in even Americans who aren't in the best financial situation the complacency of thinking that you have you have it down packed right like America is the end all be all the our system of government our system of economic development uh our social uh the 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 foundations and structure of our social um lives are the end all be all that is ridiculous, right? Because like I said, there is always a way to do it better. But the idea that we do it best, and that because of that, you get to make the decision that the way that everyone in the whole United States should act in it in, you know, the laws they should adhere to is kind of crazy. And like, I'm not a libertarian, but I do believe in some socialism, right? Like I don't want to personally, I mean, well, not that I don't want to, but I I can't personally help, you know, every homeless person on the street. Like I don't know what's wrong. They might have been in the military. They might not want to be in a home because of some trauma that happened in their life, right? Like I am not a social worker. I don't know anything about psychology to an extent. And so I can't really help them with that. Um, But if there is a program or if there's, you know, some centralized, uh, program that has oversight that can help them. I want that. And if I have to pay $5 in taxes to do that, okay, fine. I'm with that. But I will say, I do think that what the government, what our what our society needs more is check boxes. You know, you have your hot button issues like, um, like abortion or, Birth control, and I don't think that anyone should get to make decisions for other people's lives. So, like, if you're super Christian, if you're evangelical, if you're Catholic, and you don't think that birth control should be offered to people, or you don't want to pay, uh, for you know, birth control to be given to people in general, okay, fine, like that's cool. You should be able to opt out, but I should be able to opt in if I do believe in it. So we shouldn't be able to make such finite decisions in each other's lives. And I think that would really help us in the long run, right? Like they wouldn't be the stolewalling that is, well, I'm not going to make this decision because it's just, it's too good for you. Like, I just want it to be all the way good for me and all the way bad for you. And, you know, back in the day, uh, <laughs> I did this podcast called TBD or, you know, to be decided with Tegan and Lee. And we had a whole conversation about it. And the my, you know, my end conclusion of that whole conversation was that stop trying to live other people's lives. Like you've come to a decision that this is what you believe. Um, and that's what you believe, and someone else has come to a different one. You know, it was a there was actually two conversations. We had a conversation about good and evil and how there's no such thing as uh, you know, good or evil. Those are labels you put on things so that you can kind of feel better about a situation versus feeling worse about a situation, right? Like you label someone evil because it makes you feel less bad about feeling or thinking or perpetrating something against them, right? If they're against you, if they're evil, then they deserve what they get. Not that they're just people who are on of a different, you know, purview than you are, right? And I know that, yeah, this got dark real quick. I... (laughs) Guys, I'm still I, I I told the Red Room, I told COVID that I wanted out, but it keeps trying to pull me back in. Like I need you guys. I really need you to help me get through this. Um, but you know, it's twenty twenty one now. There's a lot to look forward to. Um the vaccines are out. Uh in Massachusetts, I think, depending on where you work, Irregardless uh, of your age, you can get the vaccine. I know several people who work in hospitals, uh, whether or not they're, you know, frontliners, which is to say doctors, nurses, um, and people like that, even people who work in like the records office or transcriptions, they are also being offered the vaccine. So I'm going to wait on it. I do feel some type of way. I think that FDA approval for most drugs, even innocuous drugs like heart, like blood pressure, Or, you know, anxiety. They take years to get, you know, approval from the FDA. And the vaccine has been greenlit after a couple of months. And yeah, I know they've been working on it nonstop, but also no. I want to see what the, you know, what the recompense is going to be, what the side effects might be. Uh, I always joke with people, I just want to see if it's going to start the zombie apocalypse or, you know, but in a real sense, I want to see if, you know, it might cause, you know, sterilization in people. It can happen because uh, as much or as far as we've come in medical sciences, there's still a lot we don't know about how our body works or even the biochemistry within it and how triggering, An immune response in one part of your body could cause something else in your body to, you know, misfire. So I'm just gonna wait, probably more towards the middle end of 2021, just to see if, um, if people are reacting poorly, especially because, uh, you know, now a lot of stuff with race is coming out, uh, but. It's been a, a really big issue in general with drugs that when they do drug testing, they test a very specific subset of people. That is to say, you know, white, maybe, or only male, or stuff like that. And so, if you're, you know, a young black female and the drug was only FDA tested on older white males, they have no idea how the drug is gonna affect you. So, I'm gonna hold off on that. But the vaccine is here, and so it's gonna protect people, hopefully. Um, but also, you know, we're going to get into this a little bit further into the season, but you know, there's so much to look forward to. There are so many, you know, con season might be back on track, whether or not it's going to be in person virtually is good too. You know, just being able to talk to people through, whether it's through discord or whether it's through zoom and seeing what's going on, what's happening, you know, talking trash with people, even people you don't like explicitly know it's, it's going to be amazing. And so I'm so ready for it. But also, uh, you know, winter is here. I live in Massachusetts and, you know, I've said that a bunch of times, but oh, yes, Massachusetts. Um, But it's winter here. It's frigid. It's snowed no less than five times in the last two weeks. And so, yeah, Um, once you get into winter like this, for me personally, I just try to raise my spirits by thinking spring is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And you know, I like have stickies. I have a Mac. So I have stickies on the left side of my my uh, window, it pops up every time I turn on my computer. And it has a list of all the cons. It has a list of all the holidays. But that's also for my job. You know, uh, as I'm recording this podcast right now. uh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. I am Oh, so lonely. So, so lonely. If you are an attractive man between the ages, if you are a happy, well-adjusted man between the ages of, I don't know, 27 and 36, send me a message, a photo, your likes, your dislikes, and we'll see what can happen, you know, at also location. Or, you know, just to age myself, like there was a time on the internet where there's no such thing as a dating app, where you used to go to Yahoo Chats. And you'd be like, ASL, A slash S slash L, age, sex, location. And that's how you started a conversation, which is not much better than how people start conversations now. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I am hoping that, you know, a lot of women, like when this first started, uh, they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's like, oh, we can't meet in person. You can't, you know, slightly try and try and cop a feel on my butt. You're just like, write me a sonnet. Tell me, write me how much you like my eyes, you know. And I think it's been horrible and bad for dating, but uh, you know, dating's always been hard for I guess I'm not really sure. I think I'm a Y2 millennial, right? Like, I know how to do things analog, I know how to do things digitally, so it's been really hard because dating we don't relate to each other the same way we used to relate to each other, but you know like I said, you can only look towards the future. So hopefully Mr. Right is right around the corner for me. And I'm trying to get out there, I'm trying to get out there so hard. Um, I've also, you know, trying to get my life on track since I haven't lost my job. I'm, I, and I feel like something like this could happen again. We could have another recession. You never know. And so you know, I've really gotten into my finances. So I'm like, oh, let's start a Roth. I already have a 401k. So I'm like, let's start a Roth. And if you don't know the difference, please Google it. But the bare bones of it is that a 401k is a pre-tax retirement fund, which means that they take the money from you before they tax it. A Roth, and there are also like other IRA um, accounts, which are for Uh, retirement funds. And an IRA or a Roth is post-tax money. So that means they take taxes out and you put the money in. And so when you take the money out, when you're older, they don't tax you again. So if you have a million dollars in your Roth, you have a million dollars. If you have a million dollars in your 401k, it's not a million dollars. They're going to take taxes out as you take money out. So be cautious of that. But yes, finances. I like most people, ended up spending way more money than I needed to on Amazon just because I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to be at home most of the time. You know, I still have to go to work. I still have to go to work, but amended hours. And so I was like, oh, better buy stuff for my hobby. (laughs) And I'm. I'm sure you guys know if you've listened to the podcast. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, so sorry, I haven't addressed you yet. Welcome. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad to see you. Thanks for coming. I hope you enjoy the podcast. This episode is really just me rambling about. You know, I'm just getting everything out from 2020 uh, out into the airwaves so that I can start fresh for 2021 with episode one. But if you're new here, thanks for coming. My name is Lee. I'm an XP hunter, and if you don't know what an XP is don't feel bad a lot of people don't XP is just an abbreviation used in both you know tabletop games and in video games uh, to abbreviate experience right you know mostly I think it originated with like Dungeons and Dragons and other uh, analog tabletop games like that but you know XP or experience is what you gain by going out on adventures and killing things and you know learning things and putting things in your mouth that you shouldn't which allows you to gain more Uh, aptitude as a person, right? And while I do talk a lot in my podcast about gaming and how we relate to stories told to us through creative mediums such as comic books, literature, video games, and the like, uh, I also like to reference how those things reflect who we are as people. So experience in general is, is what happens when you're 15 and you go on your first date and a guy like you know, I don't know, picks his nose in the middle of talking to you, you think that's gross, right? Like you've learned something. You don't want a guy that you, you know, might want to kiss to be the kind of person to stick his finger in his nose um, and then try and, you know, touch you with it kind of person. (laughs) You know, uh, XP experience is applicable to games, but very much to our real lives in general. So uh, don't tune out if you're not into video games. Tune in because... I think you'll, you'll learn a lot. You know, we're friendly people also. Uh, we're not all just, you know, geeks. I do wear glasses, but I, you know, we like lots of things. Also, I do a lot of interactive stuff. Um, for both new and old people, I have been saying I'm going to, do this website for forever but since you know i have free time and um some you know spare money because i can't go out to spend it on doing things i'm definitely starting the website very soon where there can be a where there will be a forum for you guys to talk to each other and talk directly to me i'll be doing uh, articles about the latest games games i want to play reasons i do and do not like certain games or comic uh story arcs stuff like that and you can let me know how you feel about it. So don't forget that you can reach me at xbhunterlee at gmail.com and that, you know, everyone's point is valid that you are not alone in this quarantine, that we are all alone together. And man, I miss you guys so much. I'm so glad to be back. Uh, make sure to uh, check out the YouTube, the Instagram, the soon to be website, but also there's a Patreon. Uh, so if there's something you want to see and you kind of want to demand it, you know, you want to shake your fist at me like, "Urg, Lee, Commander Lee, you're leading us. I want to see you do this. You can, uh, join as a patron for as little, uh, as you know, as little as you want. And you can tell me what you want. And I'll be like, well, My constituents want to see this and you'll be able to see it on the channel. So in the meantime, in between time, guys, don't forget to do it for the XP.